Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Why do some women play games with men? It's angering, it's frustrating, and quite honestly, I don't think it gets women better results with guys. So what gives? Why the heck are they doing it? Well, in today's video, I want to share with you an experience of my own from just last week of a woman who was playing games with me to really see if we can pull apart and work out really what was happening in her mind at the time so you guys can understand why women are doing it to you and why maybe you shouldn't quite feel so upset, frustrated, or be taking it quite as personally as I know that it's easy to do. Keep watching to find out more. For those of you who don't know, I'm in a long-term relationship. I've been with my partner for 11 years now, and we've just come into an open, we've just made it open again the last month. And I'm in a space where I don't just want to go out and have sex with random women. I've done so much of that in my life. I'm not just looking for random sex, what I am, and my partner too, to be fair. We're looking to genuinely connect with other people. Like genuinely really like and connect and have amazing conversations and really great connections and then, and have sex with them. So it's kind of this, not actually having a relationship, but you know, much closer to having something of a relationship with other women, or in my partner's case, other men, as we go. And that's kind of what we're both looking for. So this is a little bit of a newer territory for me to approach women with that mindset because normally it's just, hey, how can we how can we have fun? How can we have sex together? So anyway, I've been going on a number of dates. I've talked about some of them in my previous videos. Last week, I met a woman who was 26 years old. Um, I don't normally like Asian women, but this girl was Chinese, but she was really attractive. Like she was, I, I thought she was right up my alley. She's a yoga instructor. Uh, I looked through her, her, um, Instagram and she's got lots of really great Instagram photos. She's working to, to becoming an Instagram model. That's kind of her, her goal where she's moving and you know, she's certainly attractive enough. And, uh, and I thought, you know what, let's meet up. So we talked a little bit on Tinder this isn't a Tinder coaching video, so I'm not going to talk about the conversation there, but we lined up a date. I wasn't expecting necessarily a whole lot personality wise, but uh, she was cute. So I thought I'd give her a go. So anyway, we met and really from really early on, the conversation was great. Of course, I started with some teasing and banter and we're laughing. I got her laughing and giggling. It was really great. She's giving me all the good signs um, right from the get go. Really strong eye contact. That was the big thing I noticed, like really intense eye contact. That's really sexy. Like the head tilt because when she's listening to me, you're playing with the hair. It's all spot on. It's really fantastic. Um, I start to talk about deeper topics because I want to really learn about her just because she's attractive. I want to know more. Is there more to her? If there's not, I'll move on. I'll leave the date after an hour. But we start to chat about like Confucianism and different philosophies of living and some of the really great books we've read. More on that later. I'll come back to that. Uh, but we start to have some really great deeper and deeper conversations. And what for me was planned to be a one hour date became a two hour coffee. And then, and then she said to me, you know what, let's go somewhere and have a walk by the water. Cool. She said, I feel like getting some ice cream too. So we got in my car and we drove off to the, to, to the beach. Um, and we, we, we talked and we talked and we talked, um, three hours, four hours. And then, and then I realized, oh, I've got my puppy at home. I was thinking to myself, I've got a puppy, a brand new puppy at home. She's adorable, but I don't like to leave her too long alone. She's still learning to be alone. I said to her, look, I'm really loving this date. It's about 6 p.m. by now. I said to her, I'm loving this date, but 
I've got a puppy at home and I can't leave her any longer. You're welcome to come back with me though. Come back with me and I've got a feeder and all that stuff and we can hang out and have a few drinks. And she said to me, yep, let's go. Fantastic, this date couldn't go any better at this point. So we hop in the car and we're driving home and we're having some really great, amazing conversation in the car. Again, more on that later. You'll see why there's going to be more on that because it's going gonna, it's gonna to play back. But we're having these really intense, deep conversations, not just flirting, but really deep stuff. We get back to my place. We play with my puppy. I feed her. We take it for a quick walk. She starts having some drinks. Um, and then you know, we've got some music playing. She starts dancing R&B stuff and she's getting me to dance with her. We're having a bit of a dance. I'm um, just starting to get very provocative in the dancing, like, you know, grinding up against me and all good stuff, right? Things are escalating sexually in a way that Damien approves of. And then all of a sudden, at some point, she just stops and she says, you know what? I feel like going home now. Okay. So that's fine. I mean, I, 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 I'm fine with that. I, I say, that's cool. Let's go drop, uh, bring her home in the car. Uh, and then I think, well, you know, that was kind of a weird thing to, well, not a weird thing to do, but you know, it's, it's an unusual thing where they go to their house and it's kind of cut off and go cold. And instantly I start trying to coach myself. I think to myself, well, did I, maybe I should have been sexually escalating more, focusing less on the connecting and building rapport, sexually escalating a bit quicker. Maybe she felt frustrated that she was grinding up against me and I wasn't just going for it. Maybe that was the thing. She got easily offended. Totally possible. Don't know. Anyway, the next day came along um, as I'd been thinking all these things through. Um, and I should also mention, I think, just to be open and honest, um, I've, you've noticed that I'm, I'm quite a thin guy now. I, I, I've had some health issues that have made it really hard to put on weight. And so the, the little child in me, the insecure child in me, sometimes feels like maybe I'm just not attractive because I'm too thin. Even though logically I know I've got a lot else going for me that is attractive, there's that little child that has that feeling. But that being the case, on the way home in the car, I should add that she was saying to me, I really enjoyed this date. Your intelligence and your insight is just so sexy. She was saying that in the car on the way home. So I think, yeah, well, maybe I was too thin, but she still said that I was sexy. Still said these things were attractive. So that's making up for it, I'm guessing. Next day comes along and I'm just working, blah, 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 blah. And then she texts me and she says, hey, uh, I'm just about to head in for an interview in Burley, which is near where I live. She said... Um, do you want to maybe meet up after my interview? And the interview finished at about seven o'clock at night. And I said, sure, let's do that. <laughs> right, she's inviting me out again. Evidently things weren't too bad. So I met her up at a bar. And after this time, I thought to myself, I like the girl, we've connected. I need to really push the sexual angle now. Now I need to really escalate properly. Okay, so we're on this date in the bar. She's having a few drinks. And we really do. We start talking about favorite sexual positions and sexual fantasies, favorite places to have sex. She's telling me this story about um, about like jumping out of a plane and you know that feeling of the skydiver in front of her and like like she he, he pulls her in behind her anyway it just makes this whole sexual thing of it and how it like creates this fantasy in her head and we're getting into sexual fantasies it's a really charged sexual conversation and it's really great um, and at a certain point she says like she's kind of getting flustered like in a good way flustered sexually flustered and she's like you know what all right that's it let's go back to your house. Okay, good. Things are progressing better this time, right? We go back to my place. Uh, well, she, you know, we have a few more drinks and and I'm like, all right, I've got to escalate here. So I start to physically escalate. So what am I doing? I'm, because I've already talked to her, what is the most sensitive area in your body, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm saying, okay, so the most sensitive area is her back. So I like, I run my, my, my nails very gently down her spine and I whispered in her ear, 
hey, so I remember you telling me that your back was the most sensitive area. So would that be right here in the spine? And she's like tingling. She's like, oh my God, don't stop. Right. She's enjoying the physical touch. She's liking that. And I, I talk her through, uh, you know, the, the points in her body that are, because she talked about how she's just recently learned she likes to be tied up during sex. So I was talking about there's a submit point. If you pull the back of a woman's hair here, or a man for that matter, but your body goes limp. It feels like it wants to limp like a cat. Anyway, I did this did this whole thing, it could be very sexual. And she's like, she's getting visibly excited, right? And then out of the blue, she said, oh, I'm getting really tired. I thought, well, that's weird. Um, and, you know, I'm not, I generally don't look for, I'm old school, I generally don't look for positive consent, like as in a woman literally saying, I want to have sex with you. Um, although I know in theory maybe you should, but what I'm very good at is recognizing negative consent and is in signs that maybe she doesn't want to do this anymore. And I'm, I'm okay with that. So I, I pull back and I think, huh, that's weird. She's just been getting all excited and now she's pulling back. I said to her, okay, that's fine. Tell me, what do you want right now? Do you want to, you're welcome to stay over. You can stay over, sleep over, and then I'll drop you back in the morning. Uh, or I can give you a lift home. But if you stay over, there's no, you know, we don't have to have sex. That's, that's cool. We can, you know, there's no pressure there. The reason I say that, by the way, is because I know that um, if a woman feels pressure to have sex, she's much more less less likely to want to have sex. So by taking that pressure off the cards, it makes it more likely that it will end in sex. That's why I say that. I like to remove the pressure for her. Um, but at any rate, she's just sort of hem, hemmed and hawed over it for a while. And then in the end, she said, no, I want to go home. Cool. So I'm sitting in the car and I think this is, I don't like this. Um, I feel like there is a game being played here. I feel like I'm being manipulated or she's trying to manipulate me. She's trying to play some sort of thing here. I, I'm not down for that. I Women play games and I don't want to be a part of it. So in the car, I thought, you know what? I'm going to try to educate myself or learn a little bit or blow it because I don't really mind. So I asked her a question I usually wouldn't advise, right? And in the car and I said to her, let me ask you. When I asked you if you wanted to stay over the night, why didn't you? She thought about it and she said, well, she said, I know that you have work in the morning and I'm tired and I have to be up early for, for an interview um, and blah, 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 blah. She said, you know, so I thought that was easier. Plus, it was nice to just stay in my own bed. And I said to her, you know, I, I totally get it. I'm down with being selfish with where I sleep and all that stuff. That's cool. But this doesn't sound like the real reason to me. Would you feel comfortable sharing with me the real reason you didn't want to stay over? Because I, I, I know when I'm hearing a fake excuse or whatnot. And, and, and I could do this because we'd already had some really deep conversations, which I'll tell you about in a minute, but we've really talked about some personal stuff. And she said to me, all right, she said, when I've had, in the, in the past, when I sleep with men, they lose interest in me straight away after sex. She said, I, they, they, they disappear off the map. And she said, I, I've, I've liked what we're doing so much, our conversations and our interactions, that I don't want that to happen with us. And I'm scared of that happening, right? That if we're intimate, that you're just going to, all the conversation will end, you'll lose interest in me and you'll disappear. You know, and I thought, okay, now we're getting to something. And I said to her, you need to understand this isn't, what I want is actually to be sexual with a woman that I'm really connecting with. <laughs> I, I, that's what I want. That's the whole point of why I'm in an open relationship. Right? It's not just trying to get laid because I can get laid easily enough. I really want women I genuinely like. And if I'm honest, I genuinely like you as well. I really enjoy these conversations. So they're saying, anyway, she got uncomfortable right and by uncomfortable what I mean is she's dealing with emotions she's not comfortable with and she's trying to talk through and think through things but she's getting she's she's not comfortable talking about these things about herself right and as we got back to her place she said to me 
Um, I can't remember what it was in response to, but it was something along the lines of she said to me, "So what? Are we meant to? Um, what? Are we? Are we just going to be dating then? Will be? Will, will we be in a relationship then? No, because you've got a girlfriend. So you know it can't work." And then she got out of the car and walked back to her place. It was a little bit of an event all of a sudden, and I thought, "Ah, oh, sounds like she's getting emotionally involved here." Okay, that's fine. Um, if that's happening, I gotta think things through and maybe try to make you feel comfortable, or maybe it's not gonna work because you'll always get emotionally attached to me. Let's see how this unfolds. Uh, the next day, um, we had a short conversation where I was trying to, you know, make her feel better about things, and then, like, she was again getting flustered. The way it's when you experience someone who's feeling things but doesn't know how to explain them, they say they they say things that aren't coherent. You know, logic based uh, or even emotion logical sensible emotion-based conversation doesn't make sense and all of a sudden she just said you know what i think i think the situation is that i i i like you uh, i like you as a friend but i'm not interested in you physically and then she and i said to her that's fine but i'm not looking for a friend so i wish you all the best and then she backpedaled and said wait wait what do you mean blah blah blah. why can't we be friends and anyway i i let it drop because obviously there's a problem there and i don't want to deal with it so at the end of this i felt toyed with. I felt a little bit played with. Like, I, I I was made to feel like she was sexually interested in me, and then she said she wasn't, and then she's coming back to my house, and she's grinding up against me, and she's trying to get me back to the house after we talk about sex. I mean, if this isn't game playing, I don't know what is. What's happening? Why was I played games with, right? And should I be mad at her? Because initially I was. I felt annoyed. I felt like a couple of things. I felt like I wanted to lash out at her, because she made me feel... I don't know, maybe a bit insecure or a little bit mm, like I'd done something wrong or maybe I wasn't interesting enough to her. Uh, and another part of me w- thought that maybe I just want to go out and shag a bunch of random women just to make myself feel better. Are these kind of childish ways of feeling? And as I thought things through, I thought, no. Why has she been playing games? And I've a bit of experience with understanding why women play games and I've discussed this now at length with my partner who's very honest with me about all things and a couple of my friends, one who's a, um, a university professor who specializes in sexual development um, and another one who's a really great friend who's again very brutally honest um, about these things because I like learning as much as possible. And let me explain more about this woman to help you understand why she played games. Um, things that I learned about her. Her relationship with her father is almost non-existent. He ignored her growing up mostly, and he had a bad temper and would hit her occasionally. Um, and when she talked about it, she was almost in tears in the car. So it's it's just something that's very raw to her. Um, and and so that was a conversation that we had. I know that she read and really loved the book Why Men Love Bitches, which is a book about women manipulating men to try to get the upper hand in relationships so they've got a sense of control. I know that she lost her virginity late in life, but when she did lose it, she suddenly realized that sex was a way to feel a sense of control with men. A sense of control that she never had with her father, right? So she never felt any control in that environment, um, and, but sex was a way to get that, right? And, and she, so she never had to suffer around guys again because she could use sex. And she, she's had a lot of sexual partners in the past because she's, she's constantly hunting for that sense of control with men. These are things that came up in our conversation. To, to really understand why the games were played, you need to understand that. With me, however, she didn't have that same sense of control. First of all, because I, I pushed her to open up and to share and to really uh, divulge things about herself, deeper things about herself that, that she's not used to doing with men and combining with sex, right? Because that's just something that she's not 
isn't part of her history with guys to be comfortable doing that. And so that creates a very complicated situation that she's not used to processing. It also takes away some of her power. She can't manipulate me with sex in the same way because I've already got a long-term partner. So she doesn't have the same wiggle space with me that she normally does with guys. Plus, she knows that, that I'm not interested in being friends. I'm not going to mince words. I'm not going to play games and get caught up. If something weird happens, I call her out on it. She doesn't know how to process that. And so in all of this, what you find is you find a woman who gets sexually aroused. She feels like she wants to try to exert control with me. She realizes she can't, becomes complicated. She also realizes she's getting emotionally a little bit invested. She, that makes her feel uncomfortable. So what her, her best go-to is, is to emotionally shut down, is to close off, right? Because it pulls her too far out of her comfort zone. And really, this, this is what it boils down to, to with almost all women. Pretty much all women who've played games with you, it's the same thing. It's low self-esteem. It's trying to feel a sense of control or power with guys because something in their past has led them to feel massively disempowered. Is it emotionally unhealthy? Absolutely. Is it something that guys deserve? No. But the truth is that if you can understand, and this was the big thing for me, because I felt annoyed with her and frustrated at first, but when I really look at and understand there's a scared, hurt, angry at her own life little girl who's trying to deal with her stuff inside of this woman, when you understand that, when you can see that, the hurt and the frustration at women does tend to move away because you can see the human element to the game playing and, the, and the, the manipulation. And when you see that, it doesn't mean you have to be around it or you forgive it because certainly not. I don't want to be around her playing those games with me because I deserve better. But I don't, neither do I am angry at her for it. If I saw her in public, I'd say hello, I'd give her a hug, I'd ask her how her life was going because I hope she, she gets through this stuff. And I think that that's my emotional processing because I, like every man alive, can get frustrated and annoyed, especially sexually frustrated with the stuff that goes on. Um, but once you really understand what's going on for a person, it pulls away a lot of that pain. And so I hope watching, hearing my story and, and, and hearing me work through it and talk you through what I've realized has happened and gone on, that maybe it can give you some understanding and take away some of your pains with women who have played with you in the past and played games. That maybe you can see the human side in them, that it's not about you, it's about them and their crap that they're trying to deal with. So I hope today's been a little bit interesting. It's just a long story about something that happened to me recently that I think can be massively educational for those of you watching. Um, guys like me, I've got lots of success with women. I'm not always gonna be successful. I'm not always gonna get what I want and that's totally okay, you won't either. Um, and I think the important thing is to learn from it and move forward from a healthy viewpoint. That's it. And thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.